0: you're listening to the evening sacrifice be blessed as you listen glory be to god hallelujah father we thank you for today thank you for the weekend hallelujah thank you for blessing us thank you for being with us thank you for Causing us to hear you, to see you. And most especially, thank you for the forgiveness of sins. Thank you that our names are written in the book of life. Thank you that we have been washed, we have been sanctified in the name of Jesus and by the spirit of our God. Lord, if there are things we've done today or over the days, oh God, that didn't please you, we ask that the blood will wash us clean this, this evening. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So, we'll continue with our Lord's Prayer. We want to look at this uh, prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Matthew chapter 6, from verse 9. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, Hallowed be your name. Now, even though we recite these prayers, there are some churches that these are part of, particularly the traditional churches, these are part of the, um, their prayer, whatever, you know, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, you know, and they recite the prayers. Now, even though we can pray them like this, but we need to open up the prayers so that we understand what they mean because Jesus wasn't giving us a prayer booklet. He was teaching us the manner the way to pray the principles of prayer and it is very important that we understand it so when we come before the lord our father which is in heaven hallowed be your name what is that i praise your name is hallowing the name of the lord david said in the book of psalms i will enter into his gates with thanksgiving in my heart i will come into his courts with praise how be it a believer should not be going out and coming in actually our dwelling place is the presence of the lord but we do not always find ourselves there there's a way our minds deceive us that we ascribe his presence to when we enter privately to pray or when we go to church corporately to pray and then when we come out we have left we think we believe we have left his presence okay and then when we come back for another prayer another day that same time or any other time we believe we've entered however in reality we we need to practice this and Ephesians encourages us to practice this we ought to be in the presence of God 24 hours irrespective of what we're doing and that's why the bible encourages us to be a people of thanksgiving in the book of Ephesians the bible says they said be ye filled with the spirit speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody in your heart unto the Lord. So God wants us wherever we are, irrespective of what we're doing, is either our hearts are musing over the goodness of God, you know, or we're singing quietly in our hearts, humming in our hearts, singing hymns to the Lord. No matter what we're doing, we're singing, okay? And that way we're in his presence. We are always offering him praise, offering him thanksgiving, offering him worship. Our Father which is in heaven, hallowed your name. So it makes it easy for us to even bring supplications at any point in time and gives us open, we see an open door into the presence of God. Even when we enter into our closet, it doesn't take us hours or 30 minutes, 20 minutes of whining and whining and whining before our hearts align to the presence of God. God wants us always to be in his presence. Praise God. So, verse 10 says, Thy kingdom come. So, this is critical in the life of a believer. That the kingdom of God should come. kingdom of God should come not only on the earth, but first of all in your life. Your kingdom come. Emmanuel. What does it mean for the kingdom of God to come? It means that God is ruling over us. We have submitted our lives to the Lord to rule over. Now, Kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, there are books in heaven. There are destinies in heaven. God told Jeremiah, the day you were born, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. I knew you before you were born. I knew you. How did he know him? He wrote things for him. He wrote things that he would do. He wrote his prophecies, things that he would prophesy. He ordained him a prophet to the nations. Jesus said, I have come out of the volume of the books to do your will, O God. Now, can I tell you something? It's not only Jesus. All of us, everyone on the earth, we have a book. And we should live out of that book. That is why we must seek the Lord on a daily basis. And Satan does not want you. Not just that he doesn't want you, to spend eternity in God or make it to heaven if you die before Jesus returns. But beyond that, he doesn't want you to fulfill destiny. He doesn't want you to fulfill your divine assignment. That which has been written for you personally. You are unique. You are unique. You're a unique person and there are specific assignments. There is a specific lifestyle. There are specific places that your feet should touch where you should live, the number of days you must fulfill. Now, those number of days can be increased at your request, if you please the Lord. Hallelujah. It's there in the scriptures. I will add to you the number of your days. That's an addition. There's a place of fulfilling the number of your days. The number of your days you shall fulfill, but when we please the Lord, he will add days to us. We could even request for days to be added to us. You see the life of Paul in the scriptures. Paul said, my time is up. However, I know if I go to meet God in heaven, it is better for me, but I want to stay here. So I will stay for your progress and for my reward. Hallelujah. So he stayed a bit longer. I believe he spent a bit of more time than was written for him for the sake of the church, brethren of the church. He wanted to see the church make a bit more progress. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. I want to say this again. It is your responsibility to find it. Now, there are prayers that I would encourage us to pray on a daily basis. Prayers in the book of Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 17. Hallelujah. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know the hope of his calling. I would encourage us to pray this prayer every day. Another prayer that I would encourage us to pray is the prayer in the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. For this cause we also since the day we heard it do not cease to pray for you that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Very important. Glory to God. Very important that we pray these prayers on a daily basis because it is not easy for a man to pull down things from the realm of the spirit. Satan has captured the earthly life, okay, the worldly realm, and filled it with distractions. Now, these distractions can take us off course. So, in a place of prayer, in the moments of soberness, it is important that we seek help and mercy from God to show us His will so that we can walk in it. Sometimes they come to us through dreams, through understanding, through persuasions. And then those persuasions, we go to God and we pray them out. You pray in the spirit over them. Pray in the spirit over them. Bring the matters before God. Decisions that have to do with your life. Who you should marry. Which job you should take. Which city you should live in. Now those things are tied to our destinies. As a baby Christian, God can allow you to, you know, as long as you're living right, can allow you to Just go by living right, serving the Lord, you know, your local church, whatever. But after a while, the good and acceptable must become perfect. Okay, in the book of Romans, there is the good will of God, there is the acceptable will of God, and there is the perfect will of God. Now, God wants us to function in his perfect will, which comes to us through maturity. If you're not mature, you will not be able to function in the perfect will of God. It will function in the good or acceptable things that you do out of love. Love for God. Love for your fellow um, believers. Love for all men. is acceptable unto God. Hallelujah. But as we mature, we, you know, the pathway begins to narrow a bit. God wants you to fit perfectly. Don't do this. That's not for you. It is good but it is not expedient. Bible says all things are lawful but not all things are expedient. He wants us to leave off some of the acceptable things and focus on the good and then on the perfect will of God. There is no other place you can find the perfect will of God if not in the place of prayer, sometimes fasting, sometimes seasons of waiting on the Lord to know what the Lord is saying. Being full of the Holy Spirit alone with speaking in tongues alone, where we're baptized in Holy Ghost, we pray in the Holy, that alone is not enough. Sometimes we need to give much more attention to Lord. What are you saying? What do you want me to do? Why am I here? Okay, sometimes people bring proposals to make you a pastor, bring proposals to take you out. You need to seek God. Is this what you called me to do? Don't forget Kenneth Hagin pastored for twelve years. the lord said to him one day i never called you to pastor the lord has spoken such words to me too i didn't ask you to do this i never asked you to leave here Hmm. when we seek the lord diligently with quietness within us we would know the will of god hallelujah and then we will birth the kingdom of god God wants us to birth, pray for the kingdom to come. Lord, let your kingdom come into my life. Let your kingdom rule my life. Let your kingdom come into this environment. Praise God. And God wants those prayers. As soon as we are done worshiping the Lord and giving him things, the next thing God wants to be before us when we come to pray is his will and his kingdom because that's important when we get the will of God when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness some of these other petitions that we ask for God will do it they will come to us it will be added to us hallelujah God bless you the message you just heard was from the evening sacrifice by Chinira Isibor from Kevadulu Ministries for other ministrations like open book preparing his bride and more is at or God bless you.